0: And action! Ah,
1: The Rugby Odds!
2: That was perfect.
0: This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? thank you thank you thank you much appreciated and quite frankly it's deserved this week because of our record and uh if you look in the sponsor opportunity green room you'll see mr john bradshaw layfield the wwe hall of famer turned rugby advocate and king gift day the inventor of words they're preparing once again to bring us some great picks and some entertainment uh and we have a full slate if you look at the your company name here slate you'll see what i'm talking about but let's not waste any more time let's bring in the guys 38 and 22 gentlemen and we made some very very good picks against some very tough odds and i just want to point out guys one thing that we learned last week is that we were right about the french top 14 all but one Team at home covered the spread, all but one, and that was Oyonnax. No. no. So I guess the formula, John, is just to bet the
1: home team in France. It is a huge advantage. It's unbelievable how big of an advantage it is in the top fourteen. Shocking. I've not seen that anywhere. I don't know anywhere else in sports that would be the case. I mean, even in college basketball, when you have you know one team that's got this massive gym presence and the crowd comes in, packed, it's not like this. In France basically, you, rugby teams win at home. The crowds are great, and the travel's not a lot.
2: So what What gives? You know they're just there for the wine and cheese, all right? They're quietly eating and they're drinking, so there's no visitor advantage that can come from it. They just say, hey, we're at home. Let's be loud at home. We already know this, so we don't need to worry about trying to act like we've been there before because we live there, and then they just go up. That's why visiting teams don't win in top 14.
0: So looking across the board, we were pretty good. The premiership, I I was four and one. I don't want to brag about that. But unfortunately, John, you were also four and one in the premiership. And I know that you're very proud of that. Again, you're a proud, quiet man. So you won't want to celebrate any of that.
1: No, I just got all my money right here,
0: right underneath my cowboy hat. Is that where you, every time you, you might get shut off, you, you throw money in there?
1: Oh, that's when I win rugby games that the king and I pick, I put the money in here. So you're saying well, that, that, that I'm not picking known. well? Is that what you're saying? That's how much money I got?
0: Let's make some more money. But we, we got to take care of some business first, some laundry. Some dirty laundry, unfortunately, because we still have the wooden spoon to dish out. And because of our record at 38 and 22, there is no wooden spoon this week. Oh How about goodness. them apples?
1: Hmm? We don't concur with the wooden spoon anyway. We think don't have stupid. a vote. Fast.
0: Fast. You want to see what your vote's like? You're both muted. No vote. Okay? So- with that, we have to move on to the walk of shame.
1: You got locked in lockers in high school, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> didn't you? Because now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got the mute button. Go, ooh, I'm gonna get, get the judge. I'm gonna get what's this? What's this? I got locked in lockers all through high school, and now I'm gonna get those guys back. Mute, 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 mute.
2: <laughs>
1: locked in lockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You spent social studies locked in a locker, didn't you? <laughs> social studies. Didn't you? <laughs> social studies. We know the truth. We okay. know the truth. The
0: truth is that for the second time in the history of this show, we were so shamefully good that all three of us are in the walk of shame. There you
1: have it. Can we do away with the walk of shame, Wood Spoon? If anybody watched this show, they would you the same thing. It sucks. Right? Can we talk some rugby? George Hook's not with us this week. He's in London. How about like, Leinster not playing any of their top players and still winning the game? Well, how about Zeb recovering? Are you not paying any attention to the teleprompter? You have to stay on the goddamn. I God don't have a teleprompter. For- I'm in a basement. This, this is a- my, <laughs> my rescue cat is over there. I've got my TV right there. I've got my cowboy hat, with my jar of money here, and my Mayan calendar right there. I'm in a basement, dummy. I don't have a teleprompter. I'm doing a silly Zoom call with some guy. For some reason, I have no... Uh, he's now he's <laughs> muted again. He's muted again.
0: It's We can't have this insubordination, folks. I'm sorry, but we just can't have this. You're not in the ring. You're not yelling at a bunch of people from Oklahoma that are dragging their knuckles. Okay? We're adults, and we're professionals. You're going to, we're going to bring you back in now. You're going to bring you back in. This
1: is in. $2 with a dime, is what this is. <laughs> that is what this is. Okay. And I'm glad you realize that people from Oklahoma dragged their knuckles.
0: <laughs> so we have some common ground. Giff, I wanted you to enlighten us on the not-so-fun Sevens
2: series for Team USA. Mind you, this is the first the first matches of the HSBC Sevens series. So, you know, they always say take it with a grain of salt. We got Cape Town next week. But starting off the bat, especially going to Olympic season where you have USA women's team that's ranked fifth, fourth in the world. Uh, you have a men's team that has been ranked Somewhere in between five and eight, most typically. And all the expectations and all the run-up and all the talk. Madison Hughes back. We got Ileona Marr back from injury. Ben Pinkelman back. Ben Pinkelman back. And we got seventh and eighth round finishes. Once again, 7th and 8th, this is the Olympics in 2021, 2020. This is Olympics in 2016. This is what was for the Rugby World Cup 7s back in uh, 2022. We have all this talent. We have all this capability. The women just went through and ran through Santiago for the Pan Ams, but we still can't seem to get over Australia, New Zealand, so let me give. Let me ask you a question then. New
1: Zealand and Australia—they've got great uh, professional programs. They've got great national teams. Australia's on it, you know. Obviously, on a down. This is the
0: women we're talking about, by the way, with That's, New Zealand and Australia, right? Okay, yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Well,
1: all right. Well, let's talk about the men as well. As, as South well. Africa, right. Argentina, so and
0: New Zealand, in that order. The, right the
1: idea. Now. The idea is the same. You've got these national teams. Most don't play both. Are there just that many athletes playing rugby in New
2: Zealand that you've got sevens that are that are that good and there are fifteens that are that good? I think that's exactly it. Look, you're talking about you know an island of eight million people who just have nothing else to do but farm, drink, and play 4 rugby. Four million people.
1: Right, we got cities bigger than that. Not making not making any fun of New Zealand. I love New. I think I've been down Why there. Are you making
2: great, fun of New great. Zealand? I'll make fun of it if I want to. It, it's that player density, but that's the thing. We're not talking about, like, a huge recycling of players. From the men's side, I think we might get a little bit more recycling. From the women's side, almost since 2016, we've seen the same people. So we're almost going on a decade of the same people, and it's the same result almost every single time. With the women's side, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. With the men's side, yeah. it literally will be – we could beat New Zealand one day, and then we'll lose to Argentina, uh Spain, and then – well, you know, Gift, you you mentioned like uh, Alona
0: Mar, and you know when she's out of the lineup, it's a different squad. When she's back in, she's she's a big impact player. You know, so you get in sevens, one player being out can change the whole dynamic, and it doesn't help us picking these matches or trying to pick these tournaments on it winners doesn't. and losers.
2: In in terms of the U.S., like, it's not like you don't have talented guys. Like, Aaron Cummings, seen him since college. Dude is fast. But for some reason, the synchronization of this team seems to be inconsistent over a period of time. And it worries me because, once again, we thought that it would be like this. Last Olympic cycle, they sucked at at, uh, Dubai, kind of was okay for Cape Town. Usually around London, they seem to get better. But now the season is shorter
0: because there are only seven stops on this tour. You know, exactly. and that's, you know, the, the end comes earlier here. So it's like, okay. You know What's
1: interesting gift is you point out that, that we're not c- comparing say 4 million people in New Zealand to 330 million people in America, United States. We're comparing 4 million people to two, 2 million uh, people urban centers that are producing all of the rugby players. Right. So it is more of a level playing field than what people are saying, because our people that are rugby players that are being produced are coming out of a very, very small percentage. Limited of
2: the amount population. of places.
1: Which is why, by the way, you support groups like Memphis Center City Rugby. Let's go. Who are taking rugby
2: where it, and are actually growing the game. That's the same with the RS Found- RS Rugby Foundation. All right, guys, we got to move along. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Need a
1: great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's
2: largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. If
0: you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. And we're back. And guys, George is not joining us this week, but we're smart enough. We can talk a little
1: rugby. We're not as smart as George. Would you stop it? What is wrong with you? The guy's are not here for one week and you're bashing him? He's a rugby legend out of Ireland.
0: Yeah, I'm bashing George Hook. That's exactly what I was
1: doing. Yeah. You suck.
0: We were talking off camera a little bit, talking some rugby, despite hurling insults at each other, and you were – talking about how you changed your bet last week, correctly, to Connacht. That's right, Connacht. If you're South African and you're butchering the name, then you say Connacht. If you're saying Connacht. Now you're bashing the South Africans. They're big
1: people. They will beat you up and lock you in a locker. You're going to end up in a locker in Africa. Tell that to Jacques Berger. Tell that to that big, tough Namibian farmer. He's not South
0: African. He's Namibian. He's, okay. I just said Namibian. We're on the same page here for once. You changed your bet from Leinster to Connick because you saw the lineups. And and we have this issue here where players are just benched for their player welfare, which we get. But if you're a fan paying bucks to go see your player play and you get there and he's not in, in, in uniform, he's over here. The only sport that we do that. Is the NBA LeBron gets a break on a night and a, a family is going to see him play and he ain't in the lineup.
1: Why are you hating on LeBron? Easy, Emmy Adoko. That was like throwing frisbees to a guy sitting down completely over. What your head. do you say to this? You have no idea how good that was. None. So LeBron's one of many players, like the entire NBA, that goes by load management, which I don't necessarily agree with, but he has played more minutes this time than anybody in the history of NBA. So if anybody should have load management, it's LeBron. So what's your question, Emmy?
0: You know, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, I tried. I tried to ask him a serious question, (laughs) citing that he was a former professional athlete. What do you think? solution is between in rugby professional rugby about player management and
1: then fan experience i think because you of- gotta have player management i i agree with that like these guys especially as they get older they, they can't play most of the, can't play every single game however like this last week leinster didn't, didn't play anybody that matter because they got the big game coming up in the european champions cup same with uh saracen's past week you know they, they got this big game coming up uh down in South Africa. So they rest in Owen Farrell. makes sense. He played in the the Rugby World Cup. Has played a lot of games back-to-back. But the problem is this. The problem is the fans that come to see you, you owe them more than this. I don't think you can tell players we're never going to have load management, but I think you need to announce it. Look, this is a scientific thing now that they're doing. So they know this a month out most of the time. Occasionally a player will get dinged up. Those things happen if it's injuries. But if it's just load management – I think they need to make the announcement at least four to six weeks out so that t- so that people that come to the games bring their kids to see these great stars. They don't they'll know who is going to be there and who is not going to be there. Well, wait, wait a minute. What, then? then people might not show up. Correct. 100%. But you, you, the, either that or you're exactly. going to screw your fans. They, they, these, these families make their plans a lot of times two to three months in advance. They're going to go see a game. It's a big deal to them. It's a big deal with their family. Maybe they have family coming in. They're going to go see a, a big rugby game or whatever they're going to go see. They need to know at that point, they don't need to show up and find out that the player they wanted to see the most is not even there. They need to have that option of not going. I think you owe more to
2: your fans than what the sports is being shown. This was literally an episode of Seinfeld. You know, whenever uh, Seinfeld hurt Bette Midler and then the backup was in there and everybody hated it that she was in there and blamed her for breaking Bette Midler as well. It's the same thing. It's the same booing that exists and it's for the hard-earned money. It costs the, as you just said, John. The, well, the understudy, right? That the fans have. The, exactly. The, un- the understudy. Exactly. Yeah. The understudy. Exactly.
1: But then have that player show up as well. Like the NBA is at least having these players show up and sit on the bench. So at least fans get to see them. You're making that sound like that's such a great thing. Like what's a great thing? Why, why wouldn't they be sitting on the bench? They're getting paid. I think they should. Of, look, yeah. I think they should. But look, these players are—they got million-dollar brands, million-dollar agents, million-dollar therapists, all kinds oh, of. Oh, so now you're bashing prepping. therapy. Now you're bashing therapy. Hundred percent. That's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ice is for beer. We don't need. <laughs> we don't. We're trainers are overrated. Oh, you're talking about that kind of therapy. No, yeah, not your psychosomatic therapy that you go through, trying to cure your potato head And get locked in lockers. I'm glad you finally admit it. You're going to be in yeah. a Namibian locker. this is, locker well, this is just Berger, for me. If Jack yeah. Berger sees this and you realize you're making fun of Africans, you're going to be locked in a Namibian locker. Let's let's get back on track. Let's talk some rugby. we got the European Champions Cup.
0: But before we get to that, I wanted to ask you guys if you, if there was anything that you took away from this weekend
1: across the board, either in the Premiership, the Top 14, or the URC. Munster is the real deal. I wondered if they were. I wondered if you know, they played a great game against uh, Leinster there in Dublin at Viva Stadium. Lost a great, terrific rugby game. They are the real deal. I mean, they they just rolled this past weekend. Leinster, by the way, has got a second and third team that can beat most teams, and they proved yeah. that this week when they didn't play anybody.
2: Well, against
1: It was uh, unbelievable the team they put out there. And Ulster is not that good, uh, surprisingly. I was very well, surprised that they didn't roll them boys this weekend. It was a surprise letdown for Ulster. I'm not sure they're as strong as they have been the past few years consecutive losses to your scots first to you glasgow right, and now edinburgh at home and they had uh steve kish and he didn't make that much difference you know a great player well, he's obviously. a prop i mean what you know he, you know it's a prop in a slugfest so
0: and it was his first start with ulster last week of course this is the front rower from south africa world cup champion now playing for ulster it might take some time adapting it's the weather's a little bit different than what he's used to Let's take a break. You need your cleats. You need them tomorrow. If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon LA time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. Rugbynow.com. Go there now.
1: Urc is my favorite competition. I, I do like the premiership. I, I like the teams, the old tradition there, and all of that. But the, the Urc to me, these teams from different hemispheres, from different countries, I think it's just fantastic. And that's what's cool
2: about the European Champions Cup that we'll get to in a moment. Gift, anything catch your right? eye? Going back to that Saracens, uh, Northampton uh, Saints. Game. I said last week, yo, there's talk about the salary cap drop and the possibility of either Maro Itoji leaving or Owen Farrell leaving affecting the game that is going up first. And Saracens, by all intents and purposes, should have been able to wash Northampton like they've been mediocre at best. Saracens have one of the most talented teams, and it was a struggle for them the entire game, an absolute struggle for them the entire game. I legitimate, and they don't have Owen Farrell, who's now inactive because he needs a break from everybody talking so much smack about him for so many years. Despite him doing everything he needs to, now you're going to see the effects. And I actually will not be surprised if that trickle effect continues on as the season goes, because there's too many, too many um, distractions that are now starting to pop up. That are That's going a to great be- point,
1: Gift, because Saracens was a 14 point favorite. In that game, everybody yeah. expected them to simply blow Northampton out, and they didn't. And all, and really, all they're missing, you say all, only all they're missing. Owen Farrell's one of the best players in the world. Missing Owen Farrell, they had the rest of their team, and, and they still couldn't handle Northampton. Yeah, Northampton's you know under underrated by us included. But, you know everybody. Hey, Leicester's underrated. I, I tell you what, Leicester looks great. I mean, those guys uh, ever since the big uh, South African kicker Pollard has come back, they are just <laughs> they, they are. They are a good side.
0: Pollard is a great addition there. A uh, couple of things that, that caught my eye. First off the six foot nine Thomas O'Hearn playing number six for Munster with two tries, including one on the, on the wing where it was like the tight end going against a five foot 10 quarterback on a kick, was was spectacular. And then he's like big enough to he's six, nine at, at flanker. That's just amazing. That's it's crazy. And he doesn't look 6'9 when he's running. He looks like a normal guy. He's he's not gangly. But because of George, I got to bring up the Welsh teams. Number one, Cardiff, at Cardiff Arms Park, a great park, uh, hosting Scarlets in one of those Welsh derbies, and they get a red card. Yet, they almost do enough to beat Scarlets. But even worse, the Lions hosting Dragons, and the Dragons... Playing with a man up for pretty much the whole match, still get blown out. They get blown out by the Lions playing with fourteen guys. That's just inexcusable. They got to consolidate these Welsh teams. I, 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 just I don't I don't understand where you're going.
1: Hey, with- a couple other things. Look at look at Hollywood Bet Sharks. I mean, these guys that that Fosse, who's left footed kicker, and great uh, back. That's that's the best boot maybe in URC. That guy can kick a ball. It's unbelievable how far a ball goes off his foot. And when you got a guy like that, when it turns into a kicking game, that is a huge advantage to those guys. They lost last week. They are a good, solid team. They finally got their players back. They just need to gel. But that Fosse, that guy's special. But the, the Bulls ran him out of the park. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Bulls, the bulls. The bulls got a solid side. I was surprised to see that. I thought that Hollywood Ben Sharks would keep it closer. I thought the bulls. Uh, I thought the, they they would win, but I, I didn't think that they get run out of the park. Well, you're not alone. Zebra, in that. Zebra by a- the way, covered played harder than they played the week before. I mean, Zebra's not. Zebra's not a terrible side. They look like it last week. This past game, though, they they finally showed up and they played pretty hard. It's gonna be interesting to see them against uh, Benetton coming up in a in a couple weeks.
0: And, you know, you, you bring up Benetton and, and Gift. I I love the fact that this Italian team is competitive, right? And, John, you, yeah, Zebre still fighting, you know, plugging away. They play 80 minutes, but Benetton wins games. It might They might not have covered the spread this week, but they won the game. And keeping that Italian
1: flavor alive in this competition is a great thing. Hey, I know that you may not know the answer, because I, 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 I don't either, and I was watching it. The, the, the line went to 14 and a half for Benetton right before the game. I mean, yeah. somebody saw something, a lot of money came in on Benetton, something. I mean, somebody was either, obviously somebody was betting a lot of money on Benetton. They didn't cover that, uh, but somebody was betting a lot of money on Benetton because that line went from about five or six, uh, somewhere in that range to 14 and a half at game time. Oh, it
0: was because I uh, I picked Ospreys on camera. That's why.
1: Let's take a break if that was the case the line would have gone the other way dummy that is that that singularly is the dumbest thing i've ever heard ever let's take a quick break we'll be right
0: sir if there was one player or person on this planet that got on a rugby field then you would that you would give a red card to immediately who would it be john bradshaw layfield why is that sir? he sucks and doesn't know anything about rugby From New York City comes America's longest-running and most popular rugby show. The biggest names in Major League Rugby, MLR highlights, and big match previews. Rugby Wrap-Up presents MLR Weekly, made in New York City. And we're back, and we're making some picks that are going to make some money for the people. John, who do you like in the European Champions Cup?
1: Well, I like, and I tell you, and I tell you why. A couple of weeks ago, Leinster goes in in the Aviva Stadium in Dublin and wins a great game with uh, Munster. Last past week, they put out their second or third team at best, resting their players for one reason: they want to win the European Cup's championship. And they are going into La Rochelle this week. This will be the game of the freaking month, if not the game of the year. I think Leinster is loaded for bear in this game. That's why they rested all their players this past week. I'm going to take Leinster on the road, minus one and a half or money line, whatever you want to bet here, I take, I'm taking Leinster to win.
0: Yeah, you know, we were talking about that. Leinster has an all-star team on the bench that didn't even dress last week
2: and still squeaked out that at death win in Connacht gift. Rossing 92 versus Harlequin's game. We're talking about number two seed versus number three seed in their respective divisions. Like, this is one that I think actually plays out well. Obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of Sia Khaleesi. I truly believe that Rossing 92 is going to absolutely win this because the French want to go take care of business whenever they're at home. Obviously, the secret sauce for them. But in this situation, I don't think the point spread... I think the point spread is too much for this oh. game. I think the Harlequins are even. Really for Fosia Kalisi, he's here to win. All right, we win. We win bets. He's trying to win games. And, and with Saya, that man is going to get us what we need to. But I think the Harlequins are going to keep it close. I think the Harlequins are going to make the make the points eight and a half. Um, but I, is that mess, Saya? Look, look. We, we why why we got to be sacrilegious? All right, all right. Why, you, to, why are you trying to be blasphemous? We're not ever. blasphemous on this show, pal. <laughs>
0: R- Rassing will win, but they will not cover that spread. Rassing wins, they're not going to cover the spread.
2: How will to keep that thing close?
0: I like Ulster on the road against Bath. I know Bath's a good team, especially at home, but six and a half points. I don't see Ulster losing three games in a row.
1: I think they're going to win this one. Did you see them losing last week? I did. No, no, didn't. you didn't. You picked them to win last week. They said, hey, you're going to lose another game against the Scots. Oh, no, I thought what you said, said you
0: just said it. I watched the game. If that's what you meant. That's what most people would uh,
1: conclude that you were asking them. When but last week that. you're saying there's no way they lose this week. They lost last week. Now All you're right. saying there's no way they lose this week. Okay. You know what? I was
0: 15-5 and five on the week, okay? Big mouth picks of
1: the week john anything other diversionary you want to get away from your pick oh believe me i helped the lady cross the street i'm a, I'm a good guy <laughs> you saw that who's your pick of the week saracens and for a lot of reasons there are a lot of trolls out you're there. you're making fun of my pick including you matt mccarthy who trolls Owen Farrell, and all he's done is just win championships and be a great captain for England. People don't realize how much pressure there is on these guys who play club rugby and then have to play in a prime spot on in the big test games as well. Rugby World Cup, he's taking a mental health break. People are bashing him over this. I'm not bashing him over that. You're the reason the he's taking reason the mental taking break. break. I think Saracens goes down there and rallies are getting five and a half points down there. And I think Saracens wins. The
2: game gift you got the Stormers of South Africa making their way up to the cold region of England near Ireland over <laughs> to be able to take on Leicester <laughs> to be able to compete in their respective adjacent weakness area. Leicester has Andre Pollard to be able to be their fly half, so they do have a little bit of the South African. Je ne little sprinkles little sprinkles but the stormers are gonna make their way cover the spread and then win the game over leicester okay the adjacent weakness area <laughs> ladies and gentlemen off camera these two
0: idiots botched leicester and leicester back and forth all the time i'm gonna stick with the irish provinces in my pick of the week i'm gonna take connect who are coming off that gut-wrenching loss to Leinster in Galway last week, I think they're going to beat Bordeaux and it's four and a half points right now. I want to check the lineups later in the week, but right now my pick there is Connacht on that note, gentlemen plugs,
1: John Memphis inner city rugby. They just did a study on them from spotlight they, for every dollar spent. Two dollars and twenty cents in poverty fighting ability. It's one of the best charities in the world. It's also growing the game of
2: rugby. Please that support is- Memphis Inner City Rugby and all of your inner city programs. Gift number one: health enhanced food. You got a new year coming up. It's time for new dieting, new health, stuff that's natural, non processed, and will actually do nutritional good for you. And then, of course, James G. Robertson and the a. Sullivan. Uh, rugby foundation building hbcu uh more and more across the country actively working looking for donations definitely check them out at rsrfrugby.org on that note we're out of time
0: i want to thank wwe hall of fame returned rugby advocate john brad shaw layfield king gibney balu the eventual boards george hook even though he's not here and thank you for tuning in please check out all the shows including mlr weekly our college rugby wrap-up hit that subscribe button on youtube sign up for our weekly newsletter send us your mortgage payments and please join our american red cross blood donor team
1: as i say go home